guys. Welcome back to 4.0 in Life. It is me, your host, Dina. No guests today. I know, I know. You love hearing when I have guests on. And trust me, I have some goodies stored up for you and more coming your way with some guests. If you guys didn't get an opportunity to check out last week's episode, it was episode number 52. I know. I stopped doing seasons. I'm just doing episode numbers because I think it's so much cooler. Hopefully, hashtag trendy. I had Sadie. She was on with me. We were talking about everything that's kind of going on in the world today when it comes to crazy TikTok and why we love TikTok. Uh, The many hats she wears, kind of getting to know who she is. And also, the big question, what is white privilege? What does it mean when someone says, I don't see color? We covered it all. Her and I had a great conversation. So I was saying, if anyone has not had an opportunity to reach out, please do check the podcast episode number 52. It is the one below this. And yeah, make sure you subscribe, you like, you'll get alerts every time I go live every Sunday at 12 noon. So um, today what I'm talking about is the world of apps and how much I download, not how much I download, how much I cringe when I download an app and I say, why didn't I think of that? So it's kind of where I'm going with this. And the most recent app I downloaded, here's what I do. I usually write things down. Post-its are my jam. Um, I've always said I wish post-its would sponsor me because I literally – I've been using post-its probably since I was hmm, in high school, maybe younger – um, carried them throughout college. You would see my books, like post-it vomit. And this was before they had the little tabs they created, right? So it was just like a plethora of post-its. I actually had someone ask me about the course that I had was completing. They, um, I was finishing, I think, I was studying for finals in the library. And they're like, uh, what are you doing with that book when you're done? I was like, I'm going to sell it. They're like, can I buy it from you after you're final. And I was like, sure. I was like, I'll clean everything up. They're like, no, please keep the post-its in it. You have no idea. And everyone, you know, first some people are like, oh, but like you did all the work. Who cares? Whatever. And I was like, post-its, I organize them by color. So if I had like a pink, a bright pink post-it, it was a vocabulary term I needed to know. And then if I used yellow, it was just something like another way to understand the topic or whatever it was. I was super organized. And now when I do any of my filming for live videos or I do when I, even when I did vlogs years ago, I would always have post-its stuck somewhere because it's like, you know, your 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 sticky piece of paper with kind of not a cue card because I don't read off of cue cards, but oh, like a heads up of what to do. So that's my little jam with post-its. So post-its, if you ever hear me or someone who knows of post-its and you want to sponsor a little podcast, um, yeah, you can reach out to me, thequeenbuzz at gmail.com. All right. So let's get into this app that I downloaded and why I'm obsessed with it. As you guys know, I am a mom. My little toddler is two going on 21. Those of you who have a teenager, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It is so funny that when they're born, you think that the crying to eat 
or the two-hour wake-up is rough. And let me tell you something. It is bananas. It is rough. It is hard. I'm not going to lie about that. However, now that he can run super fast and test my limits, I find myself indulging in coffee more often, chocolate more often, sugary sweets just to soothe and to calm. I am not someone who drinks alcohol, so that is not my jam. Um, most people would you know, always say, oh, have a drink. I, no, it's not my thing. I don't. Um, never really my thing, you know, um, I prefer my caloric intake to have a cupcake, um, a piece of cake, uh, popcorn in a food like substance. And those of you are like, girl, you're missing out. No, I'm good. I'm good. If I'm going to create a muffin top, I want it to come from a muffin, not from a beverage. So this app that I downloaded really collaborated with my article post. I have been more conscious. There's always a blunder in my vocabulary. Um, I have always been conscious about clean products. Uh, You guys know in the past I spoke on here or on my blog, thequeenbuzz.com, I spoke about Growing up with big, poofy, curly hair, it was my natural curls, which I wish I so much still had because I don't anymore, Um, braces for days, I had the Nike year, and I also then had acne. So what I didn't know growing up was, and there wasn't much of a clean, and I'm air quoting, a clean presence in the cosmetics world, in the facial, like it just wasn't trendy at the time. As studies have continued on, and let me tell you something, California, you have it right. Not only is California the very innovative state, but they also have specific laws that where they have to indicate if certain furniture pieces um, or any type of materials have any toxic carcin- um, carcinogens or anything that, and I'm like, well, how come every state doesn't have that? Because that's kind of important, right? So they started off with clean beauty and products were coming out that said clean beauty and no parabens. Parabens was like the big keyword and it caught wind. And now more than ever products are doing this. So the one thing that I also learned early is the fabulous trendy word called organic. Um, Even with your food products, organic this, organic that. And then I also learned that with the word organic comes some education. Because with certain products, they can put the word organic on it if it has at least 70% of organic products. But maybe you don't know what that 30% is, right? We're looking for what's called the USDA organic symbol. Um, If you go, I know Sephora and Ulta, that's kind of where I order my skincare or my makeup products. If it's not a big brand name, um, like a mom and pop, like a milk makeup, if you will, they have a topic, a filter that you can click clean and you'll notice they have that green symbol. They also have the leaping bunny for cruelty free. So they're making it very easy for consumers like us to invest carefully and um, not have to go crazy doing the research. But then I thought about products that when I go to the store, if they, even though they are in the clean aisle, maybe they don't have the USDA symbol I cannot, like even as a science teacher, I don't know what some of those ingredients are. Like for instance, you know, like this really 45 long name that could just mean aloe vera, but I have no idea what it means. 
So one thing that I do that I hate that I do sometimes is if I see something that I'm reading, I screenshot it. And that means it's in there. Like if it's a song, screenshot it. If I read an article and I like something, screenshot it. And then I'll go back to it because I eventually know that my camera roll will fill up mainly of my son, you know, pictures of my son. And then I got to go in there and delete stuff. I came across, actually, I want to know the exact date because this was bothering me the other day. I was like, how long ago? I want to say I did this, oof, I think it was months ago. And I'm kind of embarrassed to admit that. I think I actually, no, you know what? <laughs> I can't tell you because yesterday I overflowed. I deleted it because I had too much space. So no, I can't tell you. So um, it was probably like sometime last year. I came across this article. I was trying to understand clean beauty, um, some keywords to look for. I'm going to get to fragrances in a hot second because that's scary. Um, It was called Think Dirty. So I looked it up and I came across the app. There's a website, thinkdirtyshopclean.com. And I'm obsessed. Like I love funds, uh, funds. (laughs) I love sites or apps with fun names. And when you log on, it is literally, be careful, it's addictive, um, but it's such an educational trip. It is also a awesome thing to have on hand. Now, obviously, please be aware with everything going on with COVID, I'm not suggesting you go to stores and start using this because please remember your hands, you touch your phone, you touch the product. So let's wait till things are a little more... Can we say that the pandemic is non-existent before you do this? But go around your house and do this. It is a uh, bar scanner, or you can search products. You can search things like hand sanitizer, hand wash, vitamins, hair care, nail, sun care, night cream, deodorant, household products, first aid, lip color, cleanser, mascara. Oh, I forgot to scan my mascara. I got to do that one. Um, Fragrances, toothpaste, men products are also included in this. Dishwasher, eyeshadow, bath, shampoo, conditioner, baby products, masks that you may be using. Um, Hair color, you have to unlock that feature. Laundry detergents, concealer, foundation, oh my God, lip balms. It goes on and on. There's over 1.6 million products that you can search. And if your product isn't in the search, you go through a couple steps to scan it in and then eventually calculates all the ingredients and it lets you know the products based on a score. So what I mean by that is in different products, you'll have different ingredients that are scored from a 1 to 10. 8 to 10 being danger zone, red, meaning that there is a high chance that there could be long-term health effects. 4 to 7 is your medium, and 0 to 3 is happy green, you are good. So I went around the house, and I was like, ooh, let me see what we have. Um, I'm still trying to, like, I'm still learning the app because I admit I don't read directions. (laughs) I just go for it. So the first thing that I uh, scanned was um, my Drunk Elephant. I just started using Drunk Elephant products. I'm using the Proteiny Polypeptide Cream. I was very scared to use it because I saw a lot of reviews, people saying they broke out, their skin was red. But then I said to myself, I know the reality of these reviews, not to say people aren't giving honest reviews, but people aren't giving it two weeks to four weeks. And like I said, in any skincare Um, self-care blog I write, you have to give a product the right amount of time 
to settle into your skin. You are not going to see instant results. And if you do, well, then I don't know. You must have baby soft skin where you're constantly regenerating your collagen and everything that comes with it super fast because two to four weeks to really like let it sink into the skin, let the other product you were using detox out of the skin and really get true effects. So I am a science teacher. And I know all about uh, polypeptides and proteins and how awesome it is to regenerate because every day that you level up, we'll call it, you know, age, (laughs) get to another level, something years old, your skin is not regenerating as fast as it used to. Like I look at my son who fell, scraped his knee, and within a day, it's like, almost gone. If I fall and scrape my knee, it's like 45 days later and a scar. And I'm like, what? Keep in mind, as you get older, you don't have that fast regeneration in your skin. So with Drunk Elephant, they wanted to create a proteiny polypeptide cream where you are adding uh, peptides to the skin. It's Um, causing the skin to turn over faster, getting proteins into the skin. It's almost like a luscious smoothie of yumminess for your face, your neck, your degligé area. I also really enjoy, and I was testing this out, um, having the excess and rubbing it on the tops of my hands because we don't realize how much exposure to the outdoor elements, not only our face, but our hands do. Um, we wear hat over our head, right? We put sunscreen, but do we put sunscreen on the tops of our hands and we're not wearing gloves outside? So this is something that ages fast. And I must tell you, not only is my skin great, but my hands are awesome. So it was not in the database. So I scanned it in and it wound up coming with a score of five. So again, remembering that five is in the middle for the four to seven where it might have moderate. And the nice thing, not the nice thing, the awesome thing about this app is it literally throws down every ingredient. Every single ingredient is green except two. So we have two, which the top one, and you can click on it, and it actually tells you the scientific name, what it's also known as. So you might be like, oh, that's what it is, Um, the usage. So one of these ingredients is used as an antimicrobial and a preservative. Um, Not to say that it's not fully clean, but in some cold creams, and I keep mine in the fridge, sometimes they do add the antimicrobial because your fingers are touching it. um, And again, with a preservative to make it last longer. Now, the nice thing also about Drunk Elephant Proteiny Polypeptide Cream is you squeeze the top of the container and out comes the cream. Another sweet feature so that you're not touching the cream. Then it goes on to talking about health impacts. So mainly the one health impact they have is allergies. So you may have an allergy to this specific ingredient. Um, I'm trying to think what else. There's an explanation. So this compound is a known muscle relaxant. The FDA has issued a warning for the compound in 2008 stating that oral consumption by infants may cause nervous and respiratory system depression. Um, So basically what that's saying is don't eat the cold cream if you're an infant. And obviously, I'm not sure why you would feed your infant your polypeptide cream. So that doesn't make me so concerned because it is a allergy issue via consumption. Um, Other than that, I know it's an antimicrobial and it's a preservative and it has a rating of five. The other listed ingredient um, as a five 
It is another synthetic antimicrobial preservative used in cosmetics. There's no reports of this compound being found in natural extracts. So meaning, again, synthetic, that it's not real. Um, And let's see what this is. So this may cause vomiting and diarrhea. So again, allergy-based if ingested. So again, please don't eat your drunk elephant polypeptide cream, right? Overall, everything else is a green. It certifies for non-GMO. It has a 90% 4.6 rating. There are comments listed for people who respond to it. There are 640 notations, 242 likes. And if you click on the image, it does have the clean at Sephora label, which is awesome. So that was just one of them. Then I scrolled because I also use Thayer's alcohol-free toner with the witch hazel and aloe vera. Um, I had a mother suggest using this. I said my skin was very dry after giving birth, and I wanted to somehow find a way to fix that. Uh, Mother, um, not requested, suggested using Thayer's. The witch hazel is great, and it has aloe vera. And I was like, oh, man, it's a toner. I've had bad experiences with toner in the past, not knowing that the toners I were using in the past had alcohol in it, and that dries out your skin. This bad boy doesn't. However, when I scanned my Thayer's, it had a rating of an 8, and I almost fell on the floor. Because I'm like, how does something with citric acid, purified water, aloe vera, Um, glycerin, which is like vegetable, like how does it have an eight? So here's what I learned and I did not know. So the witch hazel, it's known as, it's a fragrance, right? And it's also known as an almond fragrance. It goes into the different types. Um, Usage, a combination of nearly 3,000 fragrant ingredients is added to most personal care products to mask odors or add a pleasant scent. Health impacts, possible allergic reactions, possible carcinogen. So what I did is I kept reading. And I was like, wait, I I still don't understand this. Anything that has the word fragrance in it, you have to remember that fragrances, perfumes, are created with chemical compounds. Um, So these chemical ingredients are added. And I remember my stepfather used to work in a fragrance uh, warehouse where they made – I remember he made Cool Water. They made um, Estee Lauder and all these different perfumes. They would have to wear a white suit. They would have to wear gloves and masks. And I'm like, huh, they're really suited up and they're really using this stuff. And then I just – Spray it on my body. <laughs> Makes sense why sometimes you have an allergic reaction. And hence, I went to spray it in, in the air and I would run through it really fast, which I don't know if that helped me anymore. So because there is no legal list of ingredients that have to be listed on a fragrance bottle, a fragrance, like it says here, can consist of many ingredients that are added Again, to mask an odor. So let's say you're the Thayers, when they were making it, it didn't have such a nice scent. So they'll add the fragrance, in this case, the witch hazel, to it. Which witch hazel, you know, like depending upon how you view it, how it's used, and why some of you maybe have a breakout if you've ever used the Thayers product because it has an allergy association. There 
can be many, 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 (laughs) many, many, many things added that we don't know about. So on the Think Dirty app, what they do and why they do this, anything that has fragrance is automatically listed as a seven or higher because it is inconclusive of what is included in said fragrance. Um, And they use their ratings basically based on this because when you have a fragrance bottle that may say perfume, it's not – that's the way of saying you're going to have various different chemical compounds that are in there to make up that scent and we don't have to list it. And that's kind of scary if you think about it. So that was like, oh, man, like I was super mad because I know Thayer's is awesome sauce. It's clean. But then the eight because of the fragrance. So make sure when you're scanning products in, just be aware that sometimes if it has a fragrance label, not to be ignored, but it has it in there. Same thing with my son's Aveeno Calming Comfort Bath. So we use the lavender. It has an eight. And I'm like, what? It's because of the fragrance. So again, I don't know if they're using a true uh, lavender in there, which makes me wonder, like, do I keep to, you know, keep using it? They also have, let's see, a sodium sulfate. So it says it's an inexpensive and very effective foaming agent. So basically that's what causes the foam. It has a mild irritation when contact with eyes, contamination concerns with the oxide in it. So basically, again, with the um, irritation on the eyes, not to say you can't have an irritation on the skin, right? Another one it has in here, let's see, also known as, oh, so it has beeswax in it. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. So the beeswax is what is using as a thickener. So if you've ever used a vino bath wash, you'll notice that um, it's, you know, it's thick, when you froth it, when you froth it, when you rub between your hands, you get the frothiness, makes sense. And then it softens the skin. So that's what one of the other um, number fours are. And then the last number four is uh, it's a water-based preservative originally used in the wood and paint industries, now also used in some cosmetics and personal care formulations. Interesting. Um, health impacts, allergy, low concerns if use under concentration restricted. So I want to look at that. (laughs) Um, So again, I guess water-based, something with the water-based. I'm definitely going to look at that really carefully. Um, But this is super great. Again, it has a USB scanner. I'm, I'm sorry, not USB. UPC. I hope I didn't say that multiple times. A UPC scanner. So if you have the product, you scan it. If and when it doesn't scan the product, there is a search button. You can also create things in your bathroom shelf, and you it gives you an overall rating. So if you're really trying to go clean, say with your face uh, and skincare products, you scan all the stuff that you use in your face and see where your overall rating is. And it's you know it's educational and you're learning. And maybe it's super nerdy, but I love it. So that app again is called Think Dirty. The website is Think Dirty Shop Clean. I perused the website, and it looks like they sell. Uh, cute little beauty boxes as well, which is great for those who are into those beauty boxes. Um, I came across a fabulous little detail that I'm loving. So talking about skincare, those of you who are really interested in CBD and the skincare, and I actually 
oh, I didn't scan my CBD yet. I want to scan my CBD. I ordered the milk makeup CBD stick for muscle and uh, body aches. So I'm looking into getting that soon. And then my favorite company, Beekman 1802, sent out a little kicker and they sent out a heads up that they will be releasing next week, very excited, a CBD skincare line. Um, They took a long time, mainly because they are a fabulous brand where they do their education. They love to educate people who are consumers, and then also they want to get it right. And it's awesome because they call it CBD because it's certified Beekman, which is awesome. Certified Beekman, get it, CBD, right? And they'll have, I believe it was the – their serum is going to have it, the facial oil. There is the stick of butter, which was like my mom has it. It's for the face. It's uh, imagine like a roll-on for your face that's just luminous and yummy and softening. And that's awesome for those who have irritated, agitated, acne-prone skin. So I'm very excited about that. You know I will update that on the blog of queenbuzz.com. And yeah, just, I love, I'm obsessed. I love this app. It is so cool. I suggest checking it out. And then here's the fun thing. If you just get the free one, um, if you don't like it, you can just simply hold it down, delete it from your phone. And that's pretty much about it. All right. So I'm going to take a quick break. And as promised, due to the volume of emails, you guys are awesome. Um, I am going to continue reading my book. I'm only going to read a short chapter. If you don't want to listen to my book after this message, you don't have to listen anymore. Otherwise, make sure you guys always check me out every Sunday at 12 noon. Be right back after this message. All right, I am back and I will be continuing reading my book. I do apologize to all those who have been waiting so long. Um, again, the title of my, ba- my, my bag, <laughs> the title of my book is Paperback Princess. You can find it on Amazon um, and barnesandnoble.com. Um, if you need the link, just hit me on email, thequeenballs.com. I mean, thequeenballs at gmail.com. We are on chapter 11 for anyone who does have the book. It's called Anybody Home. My website was doing great, as was my luck with jobs. However, not in the educational field, because I had a feeling this year was the year Ross would finally be over-the-top happy with his job and baby-making time. Here we come. Last January, for Ross's birthday, we went to Punta Cana, and this year we decided to stay home because Ross really wanted to work and double his goal from last year. I smiled for him, but when he walked away, I took a deep breath and tried not to cry. That night started a new trend, which I couldn't understand. I woke up and Ross's side of the bed was already made. I figured he woke up early to head to the gym and then get into the office earlier to get some more hours in. But when I went went to head downstairs, I saw him asleep in his office. I woke him up and he said he must have fell asleep working last night as he did the next night and the next night. His usual 6.30 p.m. arrival turned into 8 and then 9 p.m. We didn't eat together. We didn't eat dinner together anymore. And when he got home, he was either too tired and wanted to head to bed or he was upset because I didn't have dinner prepared at 9 p.m. at night. I understood I was home and had no problem making him dinner, but 9 p.m. at night? We began arguing because he was never home and always working late, and when he would get home, he would take out his anger on me. I couldn't understand how much more understanding I had to be. He then would get mad that when he got home, I didn't stop everything I was doing. It just became a huge wall that was placed between us, and we had to get past it, and I knew we would. Mia, we need to talk. I don't feel you are a great housewife 
or you don't want to be one? Why can't you be more like Dion and plan things for me? I literally stood there not realizing the tears coming down my face at what Ross just said. I wasn't sure where this came from and why, but felt the rage that I buried below coming out. Why would he say that and why was he comparing me to our friend? Ross, are you kidding me? You are never home. I understand you're building our future, but you're not building the present with me. I am not a good housewife. Why are you comparing me, Ross? That is not fair when you know, Mia, we need to separate. I dropped to the floor and began crying nonstop. Three years of marriage, and yes, this last year has been rough, but how can we even say anything about this last year if he and I weren't even together because of work? I was about to start a new job in a week and was over-the-top excited to share with Ross because I figured with the money I was making, he could work less and come home early. Now it all seemed like it was ending, and more so the worst fear I had about, about having no place to go just came true. Where would I go? I didn't have money to rent. I didn't even start my new job yet. I said nothing except for the phone call I made to my mother, then father, that night crying to them both and apologizing for failing. My parents reassured me I didn't fail, and my mother told me I can come home to her house in the spare bedroom. I began packing some of my things, and when I asked Ross for how long, he said he didn't know and he needed time. He needed time. He wasn't even home and worked so many hours that when he was home, he barely spent time with me. Thursday night was the only night he came home early, and that was because he had bowling which with the guys at 10 p.m. My life slowly started ending as I packed whatever I could and kissed my puppies goodbye and drove to my mother's house. That night, the 20 minutes it took to get to my mother's was the longest. I had to go bring all my stuff to my mother's in a rented van, then drive it back and get my car and then back to the house to get last minute things. Ross didn't even come out and say goodbye, nor did he call that night to see if I made it okay. I wanted to text him. I wanted to run back into his arms and tell him to rethink it all, but I didn't because what he said made me think and feel that I wasn't his happily ever after. Good night, Ross. I love you and pray one day. One day we are together again. I wished it out to the stars that night and headed into the house. Checked my phone one last time and closed the door to my new home. Chapter 12, The Purple Room. I cried myself to sleep last night as I awoke in a spare bedroom of my mother's house. The same bed I slept in the night before my wedding day was also the same bed I slept in because Ross told me he needed a break and asked me to move out. The fear I always had since I wasn't able to contribute to our home on the first day was coming in, coming to reality. I couldn't afford our townhouse, so he stayed there as I moved to my mom's with a few things of mine. My little sister had moved upstairs to my old bedroom, and the spare bedroom was really small, so I headed to the basement and spent a full day cleaning and crying as my new room was a small basement room with small window and purple walls. I wanted to paint the walls a color my mother would like, so after I moved out, she could have a nice room. I didn't really have a close closet, so I had to keep my clothes in plastic bins, and the only bed that would fit in my room was my twin bed from when I was 13. The floors in my room weren't finished, so the best I could afford to do was buy a makeshift carpet from Home Depot for $39.99 to cover the concrete floors, but worked well in my favor as the concrete floors kept downstairs cool since there was no air conditioning down there. Three years of marriage and seven years together, I wasn't sure what was happening or why it was happening, especially since I started a new job and concentrating was impossible knowing that for the first month of being at my mom's house, Ross didn't even call. I remember my sister went through something similar where she spent two weeks at my mom's, so I confided in her and asked her and her husband how long was it until he called her. He said he called her that night and every night after that. 
Since it was clearly past two weeks and now almost two months without a call, I figured it was over and I soon would be in a courtroom signing paperwork for a divorce. My new job kept me busy, so I didn't have much time to see how fast the days were going. I also grew ridiculously numb to everything, so everything really didn't, I'm sorry, everything really did just pass me by. Ross eventually reached out and wanted to go for dinner. He also finally said we should try therapy as he really did want to make this work. However, on the night of my birthday, I stood over an ice cream cake my mother purchased with one giant SpongeBob candle and I prayed the singing for my birthday didn't end as I cried and at least when the lights were out, my tears were unseen. It was my mother, stepfather, and I surrounding my cake, singing for me and wishing for nothing that night. No call, no shout, no Ross to celebrate with me. I made up some story that my stomach hurt and I would rather eat my cake downstairs and had to sleep. I know my mother knew I was hurting, but she also knew it best to just let me go downstairs. So far, two seasons have passed in six months since I have moved into my mother's house. Ross and I have been attending therapy sessions, but for me, it was extremely hard. I am as stubborn as they come and hate when people don't see my way being correct. I slowly started taking the therapist's advice, but was even harder to hear Ross tell me that things bothered him from months ago. He would bottle everything up and not communicate a word to me, but then expect me to read his mind. We would sometimes leave therapy on a horrible note and then on a great note, and one night I lost in therapy. I told the therapist how I felt and everything Ross meant to me, and she told me the way I felt was wrong. The sirens went off, the dark clouds covered over, and I finally lost it. You cannot tell me I am wrong how I feel. You can tell me your opinion, but don't you dare tell me my feelings are wrong. You are just like me, but you have some title that you think gives you the right to say my feelings are right or wrong. Well, you're wrong, lady. If I want to feel that way, I could darn feel that way. I stormed out of the office and walked down to my car. I think Ross was more surprised and came running after me. Ross, I don't want to go to her anymore. I love you and want you to love me and accept me for me. I want you to communicate and tell me how you're feeling. I want to have a family with you one day. Please just tell me if this is everything you want as well. Mia, I love you and want all that. Please come home. That night, I went back to my mother's with Ross where we both fell asleep in my twin bed. I awoke the next morning and began packing my things to finally, after three seasons and seven months, head back to my home and welcome fall. That morning, we were all due for a hurricane, and since the weather channel was always off, I figured that we would get a storm, but nothing like they say. I was back to my mom's for my last trip getting my things, and the wind sure did pick up. My sister was nervous about her air conditioner still being in the window, and I knew I could help since I used to put that air conditioner in all the time and fear that it would drop onto someone's car below. Within the minutes of me getting into the house and up the stairs, the wind picked up so much that I officially I was officially scared and more fearful that we were going to get the storm they said we were. I quickly grabbed the air conditioner and we pulled it in together. I ran downstairs and grabbed as much as I could and hit the road heading back home. Figures that the day I want to move back home, a giant hurricane is approaching, but I didn't want to spend another day away from Ross. We were also gearing up for vacation that was much needed for the both of us to the Bahamas. We have always had the best of times on vacations together from Punta Cana, our honeymoon in St. Lucia, Mexico, and now Bahamas. The drive back was scary as the sky was really dark and the wind was tossing my Jeep around for more than I bargained. I pulled up and the rain started, so I left all my stuff in the car, opened the door, and had my puppies run into my arms and close the door knowing I was finally home. Windows opened that night as the storm let out a roar and a hurricane we did have and she was not messing around. The next morning, we awoke minus the power and were told not to expect it back for at least a week. A week of no power, all the food in the refrigerator going bad, and a 40-degree night. Oh, and my mother never lost her power. I guess I moved a day too early, but something was just 
staying under those co- something with just staying under those covers with Ross all day and hanging out at the local Panera for warm food and warmth in general was all I needed. Four days later, we left for Bahamas and landed in what would be one of us falling in love again without barriers and me realizing Ross was all I wanted and all I needed in my life. Sand in our toes, the sun shining brightly, and electricity was also a beautiful thing considering everyone back home was cold and in the dark. We woke every morning with the Bahamas sun, enjoyed cocktails by the pool, and dinner by the ocean breeze. I admit I was still very on edge and afraid because who would have that thought that Ross would ask me to leave our home because he needed a break? A few friends asked if he cheated on me, and I said no because I know he would never do that to me. If I listened to our therapist during any of the sessions, it was to take things slow and rebuild. He had to realize I now had a slight wall because of fear of having it again, and I also feared he wouldn't communicate his feelings with me. So yes, therapist, if you are reading this, I listened, but only for five minutes, because other than that, you weren't very nice and your tissues were the rough kind. Listen, I'm just saying, for $200 a session, for one hour, you can afford the soft kind. Our second honeymoon soon came and came to an end as we boarded our flight back home, and I prayed we got home, back home, that we would have our power back. Back home, laundry to do, and yes, the power of electricity has returned. With that being said, I slept with the lights on that night and happily waiting on no gas lines the next day. All right, everyone. It's Sunday, and I'm not going to take up much more of your time. So thank you guys so much for listening again. If you're still listening, that was my book. As promised, I was reading it. You can make sure to subscribe, like, review, write, do all those fabulous things, and always check in for another great episode here on Four Point Life every Sunday at 12 noon. So yeah, let's talk more next Sunday. Bye, guys.